Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bing, 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 bing. Bong. It's suggestible. It is suggestible. The podcast for you and me. Claire. For you and me and everybody else. We are currently recording this from lockdown. That's right. 2.0. Imagine the podcast <laughs> that you hear every week, but it's recorded in the same spot. <laughs> from two people who are slowly losing their minds. Yes, we're all yes. passing the days in different ways. Some of us are starting feuds with international peanut companies. <laughs> <laughs> you Other. need to explain that to people because not everyone will understand that. But before that, I better introduce ourselves just in case someone is listening to this for the first time. Hello. Sure. My name is Claire. That guy's James. We are married. We produce a podcast company together. We have yes. numerous things. You run Mr. Something. We have numerous movies, children. YouTube channel. We now have two children. And we currently live in Melbourne, which is under one of the strictest lockdowns in the world. One of, or is it the strict? Oh, now New Zealand are doing a different thing, aren't they? Yeah, they're no, back we're not as, they're, we're stricter than New Zealand. Though. Well, as long as we're stricter than New Zealand. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so what happened to us is that we got three weeks into level three and then they were like, you know what, let's start from the start. Yeah, but that, level four, yeah. it's like being upped in a terrible video game of which you just showed me. That's right. Yeah, it is. It's like... You know that all that work you were doing, well, not good enough. <laughs> yeah. You know how you weren't leaving, losing, leaving home at all? Well, you weren't leaving home at that. <laughs> you <laughs> weren't doing it good enough. So, so now you really can't leave home. No. So, yeah, we're both slowly losing our lives. However, we're really excited to be bringing this show to you. Nah, it's fucked, mate. I don't, I'm not. <laughs> James is really losing his mind. I've had it, man. Oh, mate. All right. Well, can <laughs> I talk about my reco first or do you want to go? Because this show is all about recommendations for things to watch, read, listen to. And that's all we're bloody doing at the moment other than looking after two children. That's right. Exactly. What have you got? Oh, well, we've got some suggestions from people who wrote in to be like, hey, check it out. This is some... Uh, this is some things that you know they like to do to keep things positive, keep things um, upbeat. I this is we're a doing global that at the pandemic. End. No, I'm just saying we've got some. I'm saving that for a bit later. Oh, is what I'm okay. saying. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. They're coming, but I haven't prepared them. Yeah, this is so very. There's nothing but professional in this joint. Exactly. You're sure. just throwing the chaos out there, no, mate. No, I find it's good up the top of the show to be like, "Hey, here's what's coming. Get oh, ready." Do you? I like to surprise people. I mm. like to jump out from behind bushes. Yeah, but I like to be <laughs> not that I flash anybody. Good lord, get your minds out of the gutter. Nobody people. said that. I'm not you flashing my patootie to anybody but you, you <laughs> and not often let me tell you <laughs> sorry that was a terrible sorry dream. to our children in the future <laughs> i know can i start sure all right cool so this week i'm really excited to talk about a documentary film about the australian comedian Fiona O'Loughlin, produced by none other than our friend of the pod, Sammy Peterson. Great guy. I've Lovely been, man. I'm trying to line up to go on his podcast, but uh, It's a little tricky yeah, to yeah. He does a podcast called Confession of the Idiots, which I've been on, which was a whole lot of fun where he goes online and reads Reddit forums and finds people confessing things and terrible Ooh, things I love that it. happened to them. Yeah, I know. And then two uh, people or comedians uh, – Chat about it. It's it's a real fun time and I really like it. It's a good show. Anyway, he's produced this very excellent documentary 
called Lady O'Loughlin. It's currently on SBS if you're in Australia or if you're using a VPN, you'll be able to access it for free. But so I'm pretty true. sure you can get it other places too. Yes. But it is on SBS for free currently on the SBS app. Fiona O'Loughlin, if you don't know her, is an Australian comedian. She's been around for a long time. She Her shtick was that she's a mum from Alice Springs. She does a lot of kind of jokes about being a mum of five kids and kind of hating it and uh, she's hilarious. She yes. kind of kind of burst in on the scene, I'd, I, I think around 40. So she'd lived in Alice Springs for a long time. She's like a larger-than-life character but hadn't really done a lot of stand-up and then you kind of see interviews at the beginning of this series, of this, you know, documentary where they talk to a lot of very well-known Melbourne comedians like Will Anderson, Denise Scott, who's one of my favourites. Oh, she's great. Yeah, and also Michelle Laurie. And they talk about how they heard tell of this fantastic uh, comedian that was coming up from Alice Springs and she kind of exploded onto the Australian comedy scene. Um, she said that she'd always been watching the Melbourne Comedy Festival and felt sick in her guts that she wasn't actually on it. Yeah. Um, I remember her saying that like years ago, like that was the thing that got her motivated. Yeah. It's like I had to, I have to do this. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of fantastic. So she has this sort of whole backstory that I didn't realise um, that she struggles uh, with alcoholism mm. and drug addiction. So the documentary kind of starts in 2016 and follows her life story from there and Sammy's a really good friend of hers and so it's just lots of candid conversations with her and um, people who know her and her kids and it's it just takes a few quite surprising terms, turns, one in which she ends up in a coma and then it kind of tracks her comeback from that and she ends up winning this sort of massive celebrity show, I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, where she has to go to Africa in 2018 with mm. a whole lot of other celebrities and she ends up winning and it's a, it's sort of like a voted by the public thing. So, yeah, she kind of pulls her career back from not having done Senate for two years. So it's just, it's really funny. It's well edited. It's very candid. It's a really interesting look at the comedy scene. Will Anderson's interviewed and he says Mm. some really interesting things about how if you're, you know. You told me this. I was like, that is interesting. Yeah, he said that. If you're someone who is charming as F, mm. then you are going to be given a lot of rope to drink if you're, you know, a big drinker and a big partier. Whereas if you're really annoying when you're drunk, then people are going to step You've in got a, a lot problem, earlier. Mate, yeah. yeah. Whereas if you're really charming, people give you a lot of leeway. Yeah. Um, which I thought was a really interesting thing to say. I and mean, he also had some interesting things to say about people who get into comedy in the first place and why they keep doing it. Right. Um, and also the damage that can be caused by constantly and um, Hannah Gadsby talked about this too in her show, Nanette, the idea of constantly getting up and just bearing all your flaws and constantly making fun of yourself can actually do a lot of harm to you as a yes. person. Um, and Will was sort of entering into that discussion. So it's just a really That's interesting. why you got to do it like Kevin Hart. You get up and you're like, I'm the greatest, I'm yeah. the funniest man in the world. <laughs> Isn't I, that I your shtick? Yeah, that's, that's me. Your, that's your way of going. Can't you tell from my rock, I was going to say rock hard confidence. <laughs> rock, rock hard abs. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? We've been eat- we had fish and chips for dinner. Mate, I'm blown out. <laughs> Things have Big really yeah. escalated. Our friend, our, one of our beautiful friends delivered this amazing box of like homemade cupcakes and biscuits and chocolate. And we were so grateful. And then also, oh, God, I ate like half a tray of chocolates today. It's real bad. Yeah. Anyway, we just had a bad day. I think today. I don't know if anyone else is in lockdown or coping with all this, but some days are bad. Yeah. And some days are okay. It's weird. Yeah. Like today I feel like a rat cooped up in a little maze, you know, Mm. just like running on a little wheel. 
But other days I'm quite resigned to it and quite, you know, I think part of it is I haven't left the house today. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised because when I went to take the bins out tonight and I went and I went to unlock the door, I had to unlock the door and I'm like, Claire hasn't been outside today. Oh, my God. because normally I go for a nice walk and mm. I get out there. I even just sometimes sit on the veranda, but not today. Not today. Probably why I've had a bad day. Anyway, tomorrow's a new day. So I would highly recommend watching Lady O'Loughlin if yes. you've got some time as – we often seem to have at the moment. Okay, over to you. What have Sunny I got? Jim. Well, this is a movie you can actually get on streaming a movie? services. Get out of town. It's called An American Pickle by Brandon oh, Troster. He's the director. It's I really like that title. Well, you're going to love this then. It stars Seth Rogen as a Jewish immigrant who gets preserved in a vat of pickles and wakes up in modern day New York City. He attempts to fit in uh, with the assistance of his last remaining descendant, who is also played by Seth Rogen. So a man. Falls into a vat of pickles, wakes up a hundred years later. There's I feel two... like pickles wouldn't do that. Well, that's the thing. Are they, they magic pickles? No, no. You have to just go with it. They like really hand wave away. They're like, how can a man be perfectly preserved in pickles? And they're like, well, there's actually a rational explanation. And then you, you don't hear the explanation. Everyone's like, oh, okay. And you, you just have to ignore that. All right. You so just, you just have, have to, to accept you the have premise to go with is it. totally flawed from the start. Yeah. So it's got these like crazy. Like it's a Seth Rogen comedy. So it's got these, like it holds a mirror to the crazy elements of modern society and like app development, social media and hipsters and cancel culture. And all in all, it, it, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's funny. It holds a mirror up to society. It's saying some things some of the times, but I liked it. It was like, yeah, this is all right. All right, what's it called? It's called An American Pickle. An American Pickle, and you find it on? Uh, HBO, where did I I VPN it through? HBO, I think I got it through. I can't remember. All right, but But it's on there. It's on there. So it was supposed to go to cinemas, I believe, and it ended up not. But Seth Rogen puts in two really good performances as like this this Jewish guy from like 100 years ago, and he's got these older sensibilities, and he's he's quite racist and backwards, obviously, so he's always getting into hot water for – like violating health codes and saying the wrong thing at the wrong time and outdated, you know, understandings of things and things like that. So, yeah. Again, right. it's, yeah. I like Seth Rogen. Yeah, he's great. Okay, he's I honestly, really he's like really him. good in it. And, again, it's the thing of, like, he's playing two people and one of them's like, a version of him, pretty, you know. Which and, is pretty much most yeah, but of he's, the people he plays in Not movies. always, but, yeah, but I think, why not? You know, he's good at it and he's charming. Yeah, he's that is the thing with Seth Rogen. He's got a thing which a lot of um, funny men have where he's very charismatic and not particularly good looking but can pull the ladies because he's got Certainly the can. he got the it factor. Well, he's been married for like 10 years maybe. He's been oh, yeah, he's quite a while. Lovely. I don't know who yeah. he's married to. I he, don't know nothing about Seth either. Rogen's he re- love life. He recently said that he'll never do a sequel to Superbad. He was like, I'll, he's like, it's one of those things that. Is that something people are sad about? Yeah, because have you seen Superbad? Yeah. It's hilarious. But because like even like kids come up to him now and they're like, oh, my God, I love that movie. And that movie's like 14, 15 years old or whatever it is, you know, So, but it still resonates with people and it's like, I don't want to ever touch that yeah, movie. Yeah, I think yeah. that's wise. Mm. I think if something is so iconic, it's very hard to yeah. make, you know, a sequel that will stand up and in some ways it takes away from it. Such a good movie too. Yeah. It's really funny. I think I sometimes respect TV shows for that reason too, yeah. who finish when they should yeah, and they totally. don't go on for like a thousand episodes and kind of destroy themselves. Are you talking about that one with uh, the Claire Danes and she's like, where's all the terrorism? Oh, Homecoming. Where is it? 
I quite enjoyed the first few seasons of that. I'm talking about like Grey's Anatomy as well. Still going. That's really. People are loving Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I think maybe it is. I don't know. I feel like I really got into it maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. And then it, I don't know now. I feel. I like bet it still so rates cool. amazingly. Let me check. I bet it does. I'm sure it does. I don't know. I just feel like it's been going for a very long time. It has. It's been going since like 2005. Yeah, correct. Exactly. Kind of launched Catherine yeah, Heigl's it career. It did. Speaking of Seth Rogen. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. And relaunched Patrick Dempsey. Oh, with the hair. Yeah, so it's. Remember when that was a massive thing? And there was the hot, hot. McSteamy and McDreamy. McSteamy and McDreamy. (laughs) So ABC has the best ratings in Thursday. Has the the best ratings in Thursday Night Prime with Grey's Anatomy leading the alphabets uh, by 0.9 in viewers between 18 and 49 per the Nielsen Overnights and a five share. I don't know, I understand any of this. I don't get it. Yes. That's a boring story, but there we go. All right. So watch American Pickle. Can I have a, a, can I go now? No. Is it my turn? That's fine. All right. um, A segue from an American Pickle. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I have an article, as you know, I like to do currently by Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, Jesus. All right. I know she was in an American pickle and she got herself out of it. What is that? No, mean? so this article, I know. Look, it's in Vogue. It's a September issue of Vogue. The reason I'm recommending this is because it's just a bloody lovely Oh, wait. Read. I saw this open it's on your computer. Is this the one about the, un, the conscious, conscious uncoupling? Because I opened that. Because I opened your computer and I was there and I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> Wait a minute. I have something to tell you. To? I'm using this podcast as a medium to There was a part of me that was like, uh. Oh, really? <laughs> like a small part. Yeah. No, I was reading this because no, I, I know that. Love yeah. Paltrow and also, and like, I don't think you'd bring it up on this. <laughs> no, I know. But I think oh, if people are going no. to split, I think it's a, like, because I did, I skimmed it. Yeah, anyway, yeah. go on, but yeah. Yeah, so it's Gwyneth Paltrow looks back on a separation revolution. So she it is written from her perspective. It's written quite beautifully. The opening paragraph is all about how her and her then husband, Chris Martin, who they had kids together, we know were drinking Barolo while oh the last goodness. leaves fell from the trees in like Tuscany or somewhere at a, at a lovely, cosy, romantic spot and she knew that her marriage was over. Anyway, and She's then like, it goes hate, on from there. And I she hate like, Chris Martin, yeah. she said. And Gwyn- Gwyneth talks a lot about how she is the kind of instigator for a lot of cultural revolution, you know, particularly around well-being and health, things to do with like yoga practices and free radicals and, you know, eating things with less chemicals and organic food and, you know, all the things and Vagina eggs. Yeah, there's a bunch <laughs> of bullshit in that. All website. that stuff. Anyway, yeah. and she runs a her company called Goop, sort of based around sort of high end wellness. Anyway, I really enjoy her. Shit Netflix for shit show. for really rich white women, essentially. Yeah, you know what though? I will say she cops a lot of shit, right? As she and should. People, yeah, but then I also like her Netflix show when they look. They talked about vaginas, and she had a whole episode on it. 
And I really. (laughs) No, one of the things that I've been looking at a lot recently, after I watched Mrs. America as well, which I wanted to talk about, Mm. which stars Kate Blanchett and Rose Byrne. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about that on another podcast, but Mrs. America looks at a lot of of women's issues and the history of women. And I've been doing a lot of reading about that kind of stuff. My understanding is that women have been around nearly as long as men. Is that correct? (laughs) Oh my God, I think so. Maybe they have. If you do the math on it. Maybe. Interesting. Um, Anyway, I do like the fact that Gwyneth Paltrow brings vaginas into the forefront because I feel like we have been doing dick jokes and talking about dicks and penises and all those things for a very long time. If you look at comedy, if you look at slapstick family primetime shows, chances are there's going to be some dick and ball jokes in there somewhere, (laughs) right? Yeah. Even implied. It is very rare and maybe it's changing, but it's very rare for vaginas to be um, made fun of in the same kind of way. It's time to bring vaginas into the light. No, well, I just think it's, it's indicative of a larger problem. Right, and I wanted to talk to you about this. I know you're going to get all squeamish too, but I've been no, listening I'm, to what, what am I going to yeah, great. <laughs> anyway, I like the fact that Gwyneth Paltrow is pushing. I've been there for pushing, birth, Claire. Yeah, I know, but I just like the fact that she's pushing the envelope a bit around talking about women's bodies and women's issues yes. in different ways. Some of it obviously is too woo-woo and extreme and also no one has, you know, $500 to spend on a jade egg to like pop up your vajaj. Yeah. But, you know, for still. No, for no for reason. No, I know. Um, it kind of links into a podcast that I also wanted to recommend, which is getting me through at the moment, called Ladies We Need to Talk. Ooh. Ooh. And it has, it's just really, it's about women, really, and for women. Um, it's hosted by Yumi Steins, who's a really excellent presenter in Australia. I really enjoy her content too. It's produced by the ABC and they really just deep dive into women's issues, stuff that is kind of taboo to talk about, I guess. So things like the mental load for women, which is all the stuff that we keep in our heads all of the time or workload or, I don't know, childbirth. They look at vaginas and just the anatomy oh my God, of all Claire, of that. get over it. I keep saying that word, but I'm shocking it out of people. <laughs> and the other thing that like the most recent episode they talked about was the clitoris, James. Yes. Yes. And you were like, we shouldn't be talking about that. Well. No, I'm not. You put me like, you're, I bet you're like gross. I bet you're like, I don't give a shit. I know. Talk about whatever you want. All right. So this is something that I got really passionate about, kind of linked in. Uh, I would recommend that Gwyneth Paltrow article just to read. This is not about the clitoris. But <laughs> Ladies Needed to Talk does a whole episode on this. What I thought was mind-blowing was that up until 1998, no one had mapped it. No mm. one actually knew what the clitoris looked like. And one of the reasons that a woman called, um, and she's Australian, Dr. Helen O'Connell, wrote a book called The Anatomy of Sex, was that she was worried that women during childbirth and things were often coming up a cropper because, or uh, during surgeries because no one understood the clitoris or knew what it looked like or how it functioned in terms of nerve, nerve endings. Pleasure for women during sex could be damaged and no one knew why or how. Whereas for men, that has been mapped for centuries yes and men in men's procedures it was a big thing for them to make sure they didn't damage anything that would affect men's ability to enjoy sex like that was something that was right. just already done all of the time right whereas for women no Jesus. it wasn't was that the dog the shit out of me <laughs> Oh, no. Anyway, and so this episode is called Clitoris, is, um, Clitoris 101, really. Ladies, we need to talk. It's the most recent episode. And I just found it so interesting. She tells you to go and Google an image of it. And I didn't ever even knew what it looked like. It looks kind of like the, the like a wishbone from a chicken. 
Or like a little penguin with a You're talking on. about the internal working yeah. torso. Yeah, the yeah. eternal muscle, like everything, the nerve endings look so different to what I assume. So if you are really, you know, interested, and also I think probably we all should be, right, because it's just another part of the body, um, go and Google it. It might just blow your mind as to actually what it looks like because it's actually a lot like bigger than you would think it would be. That's right. It's as big as a ham. <laughs> it is. It's a ham. It is an internal ham. Anyway, I just thought that was really interesting and also kind of made me angry and blew my mind that it wasn't mapped until 1998. Yes. I know this incredible woman called Dr. Helen O'Connell. So there you go. Do yourself a favour. Go and Google that. Um, And I just, I don't know. That's why I think um, Gwyneth Paltrow, as much as there's a lot that, you know, you can say about her, I also like the fact that she's pushing that agenda because I think, why the hell not? It's bloody 2020. Women should be um, have that equal amount of kind That's of right. power and Women can look at as many pictures yeah. of vaginas as they want. <laughs> well, no, I just think it's not something that's been explored. Yeah, fair enough. And or or not until very recently. Yeah. And it is crazy that nineteen ninety eight was like. Yeah, think about the history crazy. of medicine. Yeah. Like up until then, no one actually knew what a part of the female anatomy looked mm. like, and it's not like it's a hidden. It's not like a, an no. organ that no one knew about. It's right there. Just and so Dr. Helen said when she started to map it using cadavers, cadavers, she had she was shocked. Mm. Like she really because she thought it was just a little button. It's as big as a ham. <laughs> it's long though. It's quite large. And actually it starts like it, it looks quite like a penis, right? So, you know, it does. Which I know is gonna freak a lot of people out, but apparently they start off as the same yeah, but in, cells. in the womb, yeah. Yeah, in the womb, and then they split off. That's why so they, they come from the exact same bunch of cells. Yes, that's why you can't tell for like a very, very early and for yeah. a kid, you can't tell for like until exactly. X number of months. Yeah. Anyway, blew me away. So there you go. Well, the I just more think, you know. The more you know. Anyway, I just thought, no, Thanks, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, thanks, Gwyneth Paltrow. I've just shocked everybody. Allow me to podcast. bring all the men back to this podcast now. <laughs> Hey, I think I'm doing everybody, men and women and non-binary, anyone, whoever you are, I think I'm doing people a favour. You're a real Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm a real cultural shaker and mover. Everybody <laughs> should try this game. It's called Fall Guys oh, Ultimate Knockout. You just banged on about the clitoris Oh, is this the video game minutes. that you made me sit through? <laughs> yes, because I needed you to understand it. It's so a little, basically, okay, can I explain it to you? It's by Mediatonic. Sure, you can explain it to me. Okay. I mean, I know it, so I don't know why you would, but go well, on. It's a little boogly woogly man that kind of looks like a jelly bean and you bump around in this colourful world and throw people off and sort of play and that's it. <laughs> yeah, essentially. So it's a, it's a multiplayer game. It's free if you've got PlayStation Plus, but you can get other places you can buy it. So it's up to, it's up to 60 players in an arena and it's a series of mini games that, until there's... Dog, are you in or out? God damn it. Uh, yes, dog. Tell us, are you Six, in or out? 60 people uh, and, and it's one one person survives. So it's a series of mini games and you go until you get wiped out. So it's kind of like the TV show Wipeout or It's a Knockout or The Floor is Lava or American Ninja. It's like a blend of those things and you're little oogly boogly people and you run or <laughs> like you're, chum, you're, you're like a chubby little bumbling fellow and you take, it's either like a mad dash for the finish line or... Or like you have to grab it, grab like a tail and hold on to a tail or it's an obstacle course or you get to like gather a bunch of eggs for your team or there's like a little soccer game. I can see you like <laughs> tuning completely out. <laughs> the thing about it is it's brutal and it's incredibly frustrating but also really rewarding when you do when you do win, when you pull something off. And my favourite thing in the game is you can grab, up, grab other people. So I just annoy other people. Like I wait till they're in like their moment 
to shine or they think that they're safe and then I like shove them off the edge or something like that. So, I, so my favourite part of the I game. I listeners, I watched him do it. He made me watch watch while people were concentrating on a memory game and he was the only one doing it, by the way. He would just suddenly run at them in this little iggly boogly pink suit and throw them off the edge and you're madly laughing so at like an It's evil, a memory game where you've no you got to pick a tile and you got because there's a screen and it tells you which tiles are safe because the other ones disappear. And while everyone's concentrating, concentrating on the screen I'm running around the arena throwing people off the edge because <laughs> once you're out you're out but also I've never won I've because it's 60 people yeah that's and I haven't karma had that. no, right I, there. it's fine and it, I, it's I've never uh I don't I haven't been able to play it enough obviously but I found it a really good stress relief and also incredibly infuriating at the same time it's a it's a weird me- it's a weird mix but just the fun of like messing with other people is my favorite thing in that game yeah but it, then someone does it to you you're like Ooh. <laughs> Is this because you can't do this in real life anymore? No, you can, but not, like not on the scale. You can't like throw people off a cliff. Because I don't know if anyone, if they know this about you, that you love, you love a prank. I do love a prank. You bloody love a prank. You love messing with people. And not, you don't do it to me anymore. <laughs> really don't. <laughs> don't but I? for many years of our relationship, you used to just mess with me, not in a mean way, just in like an annoying way. I, I like to think I'm still annoying. Yeah, I mean, I'm every not saying you're not you're still like, annoying. I'm just saying you're not you're on like, purpose annoying. Every now and then, though, you are like, you're so annoying. And I'm like, yeah, still got it. Yeah. <laughs> like a you peanut, do. like a Mr. Peanut. Oh, my God. Can you explain to everyone what has okay, happened? Okay, so I was, on, um, I, was on, I was on Twitter peanut. the other day, twitter.com. What do you mean the other day? It was last night. I mean, by the time this goes out or whatever, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. On Twitter the other day. And um, what, what happened was I saw this, this, this like viral marketing campaign from the Planters Mr. Peanut Company. I don't know if you remember, but Mr. Peanut was killed at the start of the year, right, in a viral market, a forced viral marketing campaign, and then they brought him back as Baby Nut. It's like Baby Yoda. He's a cartoon he's, peanut. A cartoon yeah. peanut. And, the, and then it also, I think the, the weekend he died was the same weekend that Kobe Bryant died, so it kind of stepped on their whole marketing campaign as well. So now they're like, Mr. Peanut's back and he's 21 and he can drink, and I'm like... No, <laughs> I'm just like something in desk. me. And I look, I do find it incredibly funny, but something in me was just like, fuck this. No, I will not. I'm not stand for it. So I just went on this little bit of a tirade with the hashtag <laughs> block Mr. Peanut. So everybody would get behind like blocking this brand to stop with their like branding bullshit. Right. But what ended up happening is it went, it went like a little bit viral. Like it started to take off beyond like there's a few articles that got written up in like Business Insider and some other some other websites, some other minor <laughs> websites talking about this how this campaign that they're running is like slightly backfired on them. So look, if anything, I'll probably help them. Yeah. Uh, but it was just this moment of like, not the time. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like I'm not having this. I'm not having this in my feed. And I just don't want to see any of this shit. So like it's a joke, but at the same time, I'm also like obviously hurting in other ways and I'm taking it out. On this yeah, I saw a couple of tweets that were like, uh, James, are you okay? Yeah, No, I'm not, obviously. Obviously I'm not. Yeah, we're really not okay today. Today's <laughs> been one of those weird days. I think it, it started with you, me waking you up and you saying, Claire, I've made Mr. Peanut go viral. And it's just gone downhill from there. Yeah, it's good fun, man. Get yeah. on the wall with blocking Mr. Peanut if you can, but you don't have to. I think it's hit its peak. So, you know, this it's thing on is the now. Way down. I don't want to force it. This thing is now out in the universe. Like, but there was like a time last night when I started it, it was like every few seconds there was like a tweet about it. 
So it kind of it got a fair wow. bit of traction. And then there was the people who completely unrelated to me were just like, yeah, fuck this guy. And I'm like, exactly. This is what I want to see. So it has to take a life of its own. But I, th- I, feel, I feel like it's done. You and me have very different ways of and You should see this peanut, universe. though. And I not, did. I looked it up. I Yeah, but he, it. also if you watch the viral lady holds up his license, he's like, I'm 21 now. And it says he's like five foot four or whatever. And I'm like, what do you mean he's five foot four? He's a peanut. What, what are we talking about here? <laughs> Not having it. At least keep consistency in your world building. Uh, anyway, okay. also well, peanuts are all the same. Is this really because he's stolen? He's a more famous Mister than you. You know how he's your Mister Sunday. Well, I guess movie. he is. Yeah, but is like that. Honestly, that you? doesn't. That has not. You've been trying to take him down. No. Will you be taking down there the Mister Men series after this? A million people <laughs> more famous than I am. Who else has Mister? Well, obviously, every, Mr. Like, Echo most from Lost. Use them, most blokes, anyway, or people use the Mister as yes, a, yes. you know, whatever that that thing is that you exactly. say. I can't think; it's too late. For it me. is too late. Anyway, well, we've got some we've got some things that people have seen in, haven't they? Nice things that they do mm. for good fun times. For good fun times to keep themselves do. from attacking peanut right. companies. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, exactly. Look, a lot of people, which is so lovely have just been recommending listening to our podcast well, we to their know friends, that. which I really, really we bloody We know that, though, because we already do that one. We do it. I can't listen to this because I'm in it. Yeah, I know, exactly. I mean, like maybe we wouldn't be going so crazy if we had another podcast to listen to with such excellent fans. Good point. <laughs> uh, anyway. So uh, I'll just tell you some things that people have recommended. A lovely man named Wesley has recommended hopping on your bike and going for a ride. Yeah, I really appreciate. We've been that. looking Thank at getting so much, a. Um, we've been looking at getting a bike, haven't we? As in, like an exercise bike. Yeah, we have, but like a regular bike. I've got a regular bike with a basket on the back. Actually, it's one of those old timey bikes. I need to get out and use it. I have to pump up the tires. Yeah, right. Yeah, exercise is a massive thing, though. Totally, isn't that? That's kind this of the last only week, way really to get through it. I've been doing it, and it's clearly like, yeah, it's taken a real toll. Yeah, I reckon. But then getting back into it's like, oh, there's actually a group. It's a great mates, healthy mates group, which is really good, which I'm a part of. Oh, it's about cool. exercise and motivation and fitness and food, and people post pictures like, look, I've lost this much weight, or look what I've done this deadlift or whatever. It's really cool. Oh, that's so awesome. See, people are great. People are great. People are great. There's also, and I wanted to read this from Devesh Shud, Sud, Devesh Sud, sorry, Devesh. Hey, guys, as a big fan of The Week Planet, I was shocked to be introduced to an even more funny couple and a more successful podcast. Yeah, wait. With no exams, I had very little to keep me sane, so the pod has been a great way to remember what day it actually is. If I may, I'd like to recommend Blinded by the Light, the film but also the book, the film, same director as Bend It Like Beckham, is set in the 80s Britain and focuses on a brown teenager who is entranced by Bruce Springsteen. I bloody love Bruce Springsteen. He's the and boss. songs. He is. And so great live. While dealing with the struggles of family and race relations at the time. As a brown kid living in a similar town with similar tastes and with the protests over the last few months, I felt it's important to share individual personal stories like these. Seeing this film in the cinema with my dad was a rare experience and one that I can never forget. Thanks for helping me not go absolutely nuts throughout lockdown and keep up the good work, Devesh. Thank you, Devesh. That's a lovely email. I know, and I wish I've, I remember seeing the shorts for this, and I never got around to watching it. No, me neither. So I'm really excited to see because I bloody love. What Bruce. was the exact title and name? Blinded by the Light. It's a film, but also yeah. a book. I didn't realize. Apparently, it's good. Yeah. Mm. Well, I really enjoyed Bender Light Beckham as well. I thought that was 
Real good. Yes, that was about soccer. Yes, it was about soccer. It was. <laughs> All right. What are we? Uh, what's next? Oh my god! No, your turn. No, no. You had collected these. I didn't collect any of them. No, I didn't collect many. I just collected the one about bike riding. That's it. Then. Yeah. That's all I have. This is the end of the show. No, reviews. Oh, yeah, reviews. Oh, God, we've really dropped the ball on this hey, one. Hey, man, you can review this show. Why would you? But you can. If you go to, <laughs> you can do it you? in-app. Give it a five stars if you want. Obviously, you don't have to. It's from Jonathan Burko says the adventure. Oh, no, that's what I've done the wrong one again. Oh, my God. He he did that. This is we've really dropped the ball. I'm so sorry. I copied over and everything. I'm like, I'm all over this. Don't worry. I got my computer on open. Um, Here we go. This one is just a good time with a happy couple. So I recently signed up for BigSandwich.co and decided to finally give the podcast a whirl. And I'm really glad I did. I'm now making my way back through the old episodes whether they're talking about suggestions for the week, talking about death and what it means, or just playing uh, plain poking fun at each other. Listening to James and Claire is like spending time with a couple of friends who just happen to love one another. Aww. Highly recommend. Five stars. Thank Aww. you, JF Rocks 2002. Thanks, mate. Yeah. That's so lovely. Okay, James, before we go, what are you actually doing other than exercise to help you stay sane? During this time, I'm. I don't know, man. I'm just getting through. Like, I'm not. I'm not. There's a few kind of projects that I want to work on, but I'm like, I don't have like the motivation or time to do it. Uh, I don't know. I'm just day every day to day, man. Just okay. day to. Well, I'll list some day. things that we're doing. Today's a bad day for James, particularly. But let me list out some things that we are currently doing. You know as what? A I'm family. tired from starting a viral uh, sensation. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, like my heart was like thumping. After I was doing it, because I was like watching it all roll in, I'm like, hey. I don't know if you heard me, but I got into bed and next to me, you were just going, hey. just like laughing at myself. Is that what you were laughing yeah. at? Because I was so bloody tired, and I look over and you're like, hey. and I said something like, go to bloody sleep. It's one o'clock in the morning. And I was like, hey. oh my God. Okay, so a couple of things. These are all very obvious, but they're simple, and I think that's the best thing. A bit of dancing. I'm putting some music on and I'm doing some dancing nah. with my son. I know it's not for you. It's for people who aren't giant sad sacks. Well, there are any. Everybody's <laughs> like me. Or Eeyores. You're an Eeyore. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a piglet. Yeah. Usually. Today's I'm not so piglety. But usually I'm a piglet. Anyway, so dancing. I love it. Bruce Springsteen is actually one of my faves to, to get a boogie on. But there's loads on Spotify of just like really great dance. That's true. Tracks. If you go on Spotify, there's literally every song ever. No, what a great I just recommendation. Mean like, like, you're so bloody annoying. I just I'm mean, still annoying. You still got it. <laughs> it's so freaking annoying. You're the worst. Okay, so there's a couple of playlists I've been listening to that have really got me going on the old Spotify's. Okay. One of which is called Even Flow, which has kind of like fun, uplifting songs on it, and it's really nice and I'm enjoying it. That's really fun. I love the, so, the song Even Flow. Are you familiar with that song? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, need, <laughs> you guys don't know this, but hairdressers are currently shut in Melbourne. You don't like his, Pearl Jam? His grey hair has been like flooping around Burn! everywhere. No, no. You don't like Pearl Jam? (laughs) You don't like the song Even Flow by Pearl Jam? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, no, I'm not being dancing to that. I'll be dancing to September by Earth, Wind and Fire, one of my favourite tracks. Okay, yes. (laughs) I wish you could see his face right now. 
Anyway, it's got a real through. rattle to it. I don't know what's going on. My speaker's got a bit of a I tinny know, maybe squeak. Maybe it's tired it. from your viral campaign that you've been probably. It's probably burnt about. out from yeah, from it is, such from viral all the success. Genius that you're funneling into it every. I had a friend day. message me today, and he was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> 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 that was the peanut thing. Oh. <laughs> As in like, are you okay? So was it an are you No, okay? it was more like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> well, at least I'm not alone. That's good. Yeah. Okay, anyway, that's what I've been doing. Exercise has been a biggie. Getting yeah. out for walks, cooking pancakes, and currently – Creating knock-knock jokes with our four-year-old. That's right. He's loving it. And he'll tell you if it's not a good joke. He will tell you. He delivered one today that was – he bloody nailed nailed that. What was that? I can't even remember. to be fair, the key to a knock-knock joke, it doesn't necessarily have to make sense The delivery. Yes. It was a joke. The delivery. It was not even funny. It It wasn't, but it was good. It was a laugh. It was like about chips. I can't remember. It was chicken chip. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It was like knock-knock. Who's there? Who's there? Chicken. Chicken chip. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's do my favourite one and then we'll finish the show. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. (laughs) 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 You tell that joke like multiple times a day and you still (laughs) cannot. We've even got into What about America. my variation on it? All right, here it goes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting shoe. Inter- <laughs> interrupting shoe. <laughs> you can't see it, but as she's asking, I put my foot up in the air. With his shoe, shoe Obviously, on. you have to have a shoe on. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. This is my- <sighs> All right, shall we finish? Okay, I yeah. want to do one more variation. Right. Knock, knock. What? 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 <laughs> Who's Who's there? There? Interrupting fish. Interrupting fish. That's not an improvement on the shoe. Will they hear that? I don't know, Claire. In audio, like, did you hear my fish? Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Even. Even who? <laughs> That's how you end a show. I've been doing this since 2013. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. All right, we'll see you guys later. (laughs) Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 